Parenting is hard. Few of us feel up to the task. The world is shifting, quickly and dramatically. All of us feel the changes affecting our families. The stress and pressure can be intense. We are here to help sort the good and the bad, provide insight and bring hope. Welcome to Brilliantly Brave Parenting. We're so glad you stopped by. Welcome to Brilliantly Brave Parenting. I am Pastor Brad Mathias here in the studio with Robert Beeson. Robert Beeson, your co-host, co-host, sidekick, sidekick, lesser than, partner in crime. Yep. So, Brad, you know we've been talking over the last few episodes about like fun facts that are positive things because there's so many things in the world that are negative. Um, it's kind of nice and refreshing to, to focus on a couple of facts. So I, I have something here that I didn't know. I don't know if this is positive, but it's certainly intriguing um, that I'd like to share with you. I like intriguing. Okay. okay. So did you know that turtles can breathe through their butts? <laughs> Sorry. Come again on that? They're National Geographic? <laughs> what was that? Turtles can breathe through their butts. Now, I've got to tell our listeners, is I didn't like, compile this list. This is from you, Brad. So I, you must have known this. And why look, you put this on the Katie list of things Morton, to talk about? Katie Morton, our research assistant, gave me a list of fun and interesting facts. Obviously, this is me, meets the criteria. It certainly no, does. No, Robert, so, I was not, not aware of that. I've not stuttled. St- I've not stuttled turtles <laughs> in much detail. But I did see uh, Master of Disguise, and there is a turtle club in that show. Oh. With my kids when they were little. Okay. So Well, there you go. Now you know, and now our listeners know that turtles can breathe through their butts, allegedly. So, But I, I'm... How's that got anything to do with Brilliantly Brave Parenting? I'm, I'll tell you. I'm glad you asked that, because oh, that, I have a perfect segue. I'm impressed. Our guest today is a, a member of the medical world, as well as music. And so I was hoping that maybe our guest, uh, John Falcone, can give some clarity on whether he knows, from a medical perspective, if it's possible for turtles to breathe out of their butts. Welcome, John. That's the worst segue I've ever heard in my life. Thank you, Brad. Thank you, Robert. And uh, just right off the bat, I have no idea about that. Okay. Well, yeah, I, I don't want to put you on the spot. I know that you you don't typically research turtles and that kind of thing, but um, we're glad that you're here, and um, so thank you for being here. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry, John. That was the weird. Okay. So uh, John is a mutual friend of some guys that we know here yeah. in the Christian music world of Nashville. Um, you've worked with a good friend of mine, Eric Copeland and Brian Mays. These are guys that I respect and, and trust and, and admire. And they're like, we got to have you on the show. So I am excited to hear. I've read your bio a little bit um, and I've gotten just sort of a taste, but give our audience just maybe a a few minutes of what's been going on in your life the last couple of years. Well, thanks again. Thanks for you. Uh, thank you for having me on the show. Um, my, my story is sort of one of a, a bunch of attempted failures. Um, I kind of grew up in Western New York as a pretty good kid, but I became a, you know, a lost person in this, in this dark world that we have. And, um, you know, I, I was a lost person throughout most of my life. And I've only come to recently know Jesus as my Lord and Savior. And as a result of that has uh, been born this music ministry called Falcone Rising. Very cool. That's amazing. I, I think the thing that's remarkable in reading your story is that um, 
although music has had a thread throughout your life, um, it's not your day job. You actually have a day job that is just a, a, a massive thing to respect that you do. So tell us, tell our listeners what you do um, besides the music. Yeah, well, thanks, Robert. I, I am a general surgeon. I, I work on, uh, I don't work on turtles, but I do work on humans. <laughs> and um, yeah, so my day job involves, uh, in, involves a lot of operating in uh, clinic and taking care of surgical diseases and patients. That's incredible. And I love what your, your bio says, you know, that you would think that some of the most defining moments of your life might be helping cure a patient of her cancer or saving a child that was bleeding to death in a car accident. It wasn't being, you know, celebrated by all these things. The most important and defining moment was what? It was when I was baptized and, uh, and when I declared Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I mean, all those other things are, are good, but uh, uh, they are of this world. And uh, ultimately, it's uh, faith in Christ that's the most important thing for me. That's awesome. It just took, it just, uh, took 38 years to get there, I'm, I'm afraid. But now I'm here, and uh, and here we are. I think the thing that's really inspiring about that, though, is that you know it's never, never too late. A lot of people, you know, we we deal primarily with um, parents and and just the the topic of parenting. And a lot of times, whether you're you know successful or not, you can feel kind of stuck in a rut, or or that this is all that I've I've got in my life, or for good or bad. I mean, it could be, you know, we talked to someone yesterday that, it, you know, was like selling drugs and into organized crime and later in life they turned around. And so I think it's amazing that even though you had all these amazing accolades and successful career, that it, was never, it wasn't too late, that God still found you. And um, I think that's very encouraging for people out there to hear, for parents to hear, first of all, from their perspective, that, that God wants and calls each of us individually, but also maybe to a grandparent that might be listening and thinking about their kids and going, man, I just, I, I, I thought they were on the right path and now they're not, but God, it's, it was not, he's not finished with us. And so I think you're a testament to that. And, and now that in fact, a ministry has been born out of that is even more remarkable. Tell us a little bit about the, the draw for you to get into music ministry. So I've been sort of involved in music, as you said, throughout my entire life. And um, once I became a born-again saved person, I really spent a lot of time in prayer, and um, I really wanted to use my talents in music as a way to fulfill the, the Great Commission, uh, as outlined in Matthew 28, uh, to help bring people to Christ. And so uh, the, the record that we put out a couple months ago, uh, the, one of the main themes behind it is that it is never too late. You know, I, I sort of thought that it was for me, and I, I was a a smart person. I, I felt that there was something I could do to to fix my problem, but it, you know, over decades of repeat failures and, uh, and all of a sudden the light goes on and I realized that there's this free gift for me in uh, faith through Christ. And uh, I'm telling you, there's nothing like it, the, the freedom that I have today. You know, I was, I was looking at your background and uh, the information that was given to us before the interview. I mean, I loved Metallica as well. Uh, that was like fantastic stuff, uh, especially when they played with the symphony. Um, just there's some some similarities in the music business. What Robert hasn't told you is that he, you know, he signed and developed Jars of Clay and uh, went ahead and worked with pretty much everyone who's ever been successful in Christian music over the last two decades and was the VP of 
uh, Sony Records and and uh, Provident Music for over a decade. I mean, he's a he's sort of an icon in the Christian music world. So he's he's very well versed in the the accomplishments that you're referring to as a as a musician. And for you to say that I'm a surgeon, which I'm a chiropractor who became a priest, so I went to eight and a half years of college. I know you went to 15 or 16 years plus residencies that went on and on. To, to sort of lay all that aside and say the greatest moment of my life was when I was baptized or I became a believer, that's a substantial shift in perspective. How did, that, how did you come to the point in your life with all of those accolades and all of that success and sort of identity that you've assumed, how did you come to the point where you're like, I need something else? How did that happen? Well, I, I think I've always been really good at putting on a, a mask for people to see. And so you look at my life and all oh, this guy, you know, he has all these fancy degrees and a, and a nice job and a beautiful family and everything. Uh, where on the inside, you know, I, I, I was a really good actor for a long time. Mm. And, you know, there just there had to be something something more to life than that. And and again, I, it took it took decades of failed attempts on my own you know, behalf to realize that, you know, that the, the freedom that the faith in Christ has given me. And so, you know, it, it's, um, you know, again, we're, we're talking about a little bit about worldly things and, and, uh, and those, those don't even compare to the treasures in heaven. Yeah. So you have three kids, is that correct? Yes, I do. Okay. And you have, uh, you've been married almost 10 years, nine years, it looks like. Uh, yes, exactly. And you've been a believer in Christ for just a couple of, of the most recent years. How how did your conversion affect your family life? How did that go down? Well, I, I think it's affected it for the better. And it's not just my family life. It's my personal life. It's my social life. It's my work life. It's it's everything. Um, and, you know, I, I was sort of raised in the Catholic faith, and I was an altar boy, and, and I— and I just kind of considered Sunday school was like a separate thing than, than regular school. And I did well at both, I guess, on paper. But, um, you know, it, it's one of those things where uh, there, there's been everything that's been affected by this, uh, by being born again. And it's, it's really amazing. Chains have been broken. It's a, new, it's a new heart, a new creation. And I might look the same on the outside, but uh, I got to tell you, there's nothing more freeing than uh, finding faith in Christ, I'll tell you. That's very true. <clears throat> so on the on the music side, tell us a little bit about you talked about the music and and being about um, it's never too late. And um, I, I love the process of, of making albums. I mean, because you're you're not only looking for hooky songs, but you're also looking for for cuts on albums that like help you go deeper. What would you say would be your favorite track on your album? And then, you know, our listeners are gonna have to go check that out on iTunes or Spotify or wherever. But tell us a little bit about your favorite song and and why it's so special to you. Oh man, that's that's asking me about to choose your favorite child. To ask me who my favorite yeah, yeah my favorite child is. So you know, I the ten track album. I I do like some of the songs for different reasons. Um, and there's a there's a song that I performed for my wife on our wedding day, and that you know that's obviously important to me um the the first single that's been released to christian radio is uh the third track on the album it's called the sixth hour ballad of saint dismas it's a song about the penitent thief and uh, it's a song really 
that uh, it's about the spirit of the record and that it's never too late. One of the, one of the uh, ver one of the uh, choruses has the lyric, uh, "Just know it's never too late to have a compass change of your fate." And uh, again, that's kind of an under underlying uh, theme of this record. And so, if I had to pick one, I, I guess I would pick that one just because it was the first one that we released to radio. But there, I mean, there all all these songs mean something to me and are representative of my walk, and uh, and really are based out of the Bible. So, why is music such a big deal to you? What 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 is it about music that gives you life? Oh, so, I mean, it, it has been a common thread, as Robert said, uh, throughout my entire life. And uh, now more than ever, it's, it's, it's even more important, uh, not only for my uh, sanity as a surgeon. I mean, my, my job is very complicated and very stressful, and I need music as a, mm. as a way to deal with anxiety. It's also a, an excellent creative outlet for me. But uh, now that I've changed it into, into a ministry, I mean, that makes it even even more important. I mean, as a surgeon, I'm sort of focused on uh, saving lives, but as a, as a ministry, uh, I'm focused on saving spiritual lives and someone's eternity. I mean, that, uh, so it is hugely important. Yeah. You know, one of the things that Robert and I have talked about over the years is the, the power of the creative um, to affect the heart. Um, you know, in, in the, the world that we live in, uh, there's a tremendous amount of emphasis put on intellect and intellectual development, but there's, there's a l sort of lesser emphasis that's placed on art and beauty and the creative process. And uh, you find that Jesus, when he taught, he used illustrations of stories. Yeah. A creative. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So the, the idea then of using music and lyrics uh, as a way to express the gospel is a, I think, a continuation of that strategy that we were first shown in the Gospels. I I agree with that, and so again, this is something I felt like I was called to do. And uh, all the songs are based off of Scripture. Each song on the record has at least one Bible verse that's associated with it, or the 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 theme of the song. But as a ministry, I, I felt that the Bible. Uh, must be must be a central uh, part of that. How do your kids uh, feel about uh, Dad, the surgeon, being the rock star, like the guy on stage and everything? How, is that that's got to be kind of strange? I'm thinking the reason I'm asking is that you know I back in the day I was in a band and then I got out of the band and my can't, my kids can't even imagine and this overweight balding guy that like used to be in quote unquote band like they can't. Like, that just doesn't make I, sense. I frankly have trouble with that myself. <laughs> Most people do, yeah. yeah. So how, how have your kids, like, <laughs> responded to the fact that Dad's up there shredding on a guitar? Uh, I used to be a, a, sort of like you, Robert. I was the front man of a band in Pittsburgh, and uh, it, it, wasn't a, it wasn't a Christian entity by any means. And, uh, I mean, on, on this record, it's, it's songs that I wrote, but uh, it's, it's really performed by other people. Uh, and so I, I think that my kids really enjoy that because I do try to bring music into the family uh, part of my of my day. And uh, and I got to tell you, it really warms my heart when my kids uh, are in the van and they want to they want to listen to these songs and they sing along. It's really uh, it's really amazing. So I think that they like it. I'm not sure they they really understand the, the purpose behind it. Yeah. Uh, but maybe as they grow, that, that'll hit home with them a little bit more. 
Yeah, yeah. I think that's awesome. And I think it's also, you know, good for them to see, you know, from a parenting perspective, there being multiple facets to dad's personality that, you know, there's there's the surgeon that is calculative and like you have to be exact and precise. And then there's the free spirited kind of creative. I mean, I think that's probably a really um, good portrayal of like a, a balanced person for them. I would think that that would be good for them to see. I, and I hope so. And I mean, as, as part of the Brilliantly Brave you know, podcast, you know, uh, I'm just, again, thankful that I have you, have you guys uh, uh, able to talk to me and uh, I'm able to talk to you about this ministry. So, Doctor, uh, just curious, um, as you step into this new season of life um, and you are sort of taking this passion you've always had, music, and you're you're marrying it with a great commission, this desire to share the gospel of Christ with others. Where do you see that going? Do you have any sense of where God's leading you with that? I, I don't really know yet. Uh, the record has been out for about two months or so. And uh, I mean, I, I, I'm still writing and still, you know, still creating music over on my end. And so uh, this is not going to be a one and done sort of record thing for me uh, as a ministry. But uh, there there certainly is more to come. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll see. Uh, we'll see. We'll sort of see what happens as it is sort of in its infancy as a ministry. OK, well, I know, Robert, uh, when I saw some of the imaging for this project, uh, I was pretty impressed. Like, it's pretty cool stuff. Um, I don't I don't know all the people that were involved in the design element, but they did a great job uh, imaging your your music and just the whole vibe that you guys are putting off. So I, I'm hopeful this will connect with a lot of youth and uh, young adults and maybe even some old guys, too. Like us? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. No, I think it's awesome, and I'm glad that you took time to speak with us today. I, I'm curious from just knowing what I know about the music business, if someone um, came to you and said, okay, I need you to make a choice, uh, do you want to pursue this full-time and get on the road, and, you know, um, how, would you, how would you feel about that? Yeah, uh, I mean, when when Jesus was recruiting his first disciples, they put their nets down and they followed him to become fishers of men. And uh, you know, I am uh, I'm not sure that I can really uh, be effective as a minister with a with a touring lifestyle. I mean, my my kids are yeah. eight, six, and five. Um, you know, I, I'm not sure that. Uh, uh, I need to choose one or the other. I mean, I, I, I also have a social contract with my patients and then they have a problem in the middle of the night. I, I, I yeah. take care of it. Um, so, you know, I, I think that uh, I'm not sure that these the ministry and being a surgeon are mutually exclusive elements of my life. Yeah. And so I am trying to include uh, my music ministry in my surgical life. And, uh, and uh, I'm not sure I can do the reverse <laughs> at all, but um, <laughs> you know, and again, there is more to come, and this is still an early thing. Uh, it's sort of whatever the Lord leads me to do, and um, you know, part of it is just getting the word out there about the ministry, including you know this interview with you guys today. Yeah, well, we're happy to do that, and I just I love the fact that you know, um, 
I, my ears always perk up when someone gets into the music business that's not in the traditional way that's, you know, been living on Taco Bell, driving in a van across country back and forth, you know. And, I mean, that's that's what you hear in the record biz, like these people that have been paying their dues and doing this. I think it's always fascinating to hear stories of people that have had successful even callings and then decided, you know, music ministry is something I want to broaden. I think that's really inspiring. So I applaud you. Like, for instance, uh, Casting Crowns was one of the, the bands I got to work with, and they um, – Mark was really, really involved in his youth ministry. And um, to this day, he still is. And I remember some of the first meetings that we had with him. And he said, listen, youth ministry is what I'm called to do. If music can be a part of that, then that's great. But I will not walk away from my youth ministry. And so we would, we would have to orchestrate tours around airports that we knew we could get him home on a Wednesday night so that he would be there for his youth. Cause that was probably, and if it didn't work in the routing, we wouldn't do the gig. Like it was just that important to him. So I know that it can happen and I've seen it happen where, you know, you can do both things. And I just applaud you for taking a step in that direction, even though it would seem like you had so many other things that were going so well for you, that this is a calling that God has put on your heart. And um, it's inspiring to see you take a step like this. Well, I appreciate that, and the the music industry it is 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 a, I'm going through a learning curve right now. That's for sure. Uh, I sort of had a little bit of experience in the performance element of the music industry, but uh, uh, in terms of uh, tracking and, and mixing and mastering and and all these other elements that are that were just sort of foreign to me, I am. I'm sort of learning as I go. And uh, Brad, you mentioned Eric Copeland. He has been just instrumental, uh, maybe a little bad pun in there, uh, but uh, he has been just so important in terms of getting this ministry going and introducing me to the right gentleman to help help with the ministry. You know, uh, it is, uh, it's always cool to me to see someone who uh, is in the middle of their life reach some professional goals really hit the bar and says honestly to themselves, there's got to be more. And so uh, I applaud you for admitting that and, and responding to Christ because that's always a choice, right? And uh, you, made, it is. you made a good one. It's unfortunately a choice that not a whole lot of people uh, even think about, let alone you know, make the, the one that's going to be beneficial for their everlasting life. Yeah. Well, thank you, Dr. John Falcone, for being uh, a part of the Brilliantly Brave Parenting podcast. And uh, we look forward to keeping up with you and seeing how God uses you in the future. Tell our uh, listeners how they can get a hold of you. Yeah, so a lot of the information about the ministry and uh, how to listen to the, the record and, and purchase it, um, it's, it's found on our website, which is www.falconrising.com. We also have a Facebook page and uh, Instagram presence as well. Fantastic. Robert, any closing thoughts? No, I just um, thank you for spending time with us. And uh, um, again, I applaud you for what you're doing and uh, keep up the good work. We'll make sure to post links on our uh, Facebook, I mean, on our uh, podcast page and help get the word out. So good luck to you. Thank you, Brad, Robert. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much. God bless. God bless, Doc. See you later. We are excited to announce the Storms of Life study, Living Beyond Stressed Out and Overwhelmed. It's a great subtitle, Living Beyond Stressed Out and Overwhelmed. 
Yeah, I mean, at this point, we know that students are stressed. And for parents and pastors, it's important to know what are the top three things that are really on the minds of our kids. So Brad, walk us through what they can expect from the Storms of Life. This is an eight-week study. It has uh, video insights. It has uh, presentations from a actual youth retreat with junior high and high school students. These kids are going to learn about how their faith can help them fight back the stress that they're living with every day at school. Check it out on iShineLive.com. Robert, John Falcone is a doctor. And a he's very not, accomplished. Yeah, he's surgeon. not just a general practitioner. Right. This guy's a, a surgeon. To make a step of faith like that reminds me a lot of going and planting churches in Maine. <laughs> Or starting a ministry to single parents, or starting iShine. Yeah, it's I pretty mean, radical. It's yeah. radical, but yeah. we have both witnessed the miraculous in taking a step like that, and so I, I pray that he sees the same thing. And um, I applaud him for taking that step. I mean, that's pretty bold, you know, to walk into the to the music industry, you know, having not having the pedigree in the studio, not having, you know, and but feeling called to do it. That's that's a very bold move. And I I have a lot of respect for that. Well, and I, you know, just the fact that at 38 years of age... Um, which is young, which is by young. your and mine standard. Yeah, standards, I just but. turned 50, so I can, I can look back and say at 38, uh, this man had kind of the American dream. Mm-hmm. Not kind of. He it still has it. Yeah, he still has it. But he was able to, to see through that and say, it's not fulfilling me this right. isn't there's got to be more there's more and I, and i think about parents who are you know we're really keen to help our kids with their educations and we, we really do a good job usually of trying to help them prepare for life in that sense but on the other side of that uh you know are we doing a good job of making sure that they know jesus right and are we modeling that we ultimately are trying to follow follow the call of jesus like i, I love mm-hmm. the answer that he gave us on, you know, when I said, and it's an unfair question, what would you do if you got a record deal? Yeah, you're you know, kind of sandbagging kind of, a little, yeah. Yeah, but I, I think his answer was perfect. You know, when Jesus I said, do too. drop yeah. your nets and follow me. I mean, the thing that's cool about that's a testimony to him being obedient, but think about his kids as he shares with his kids, like, yeah, we've got this all, but there's more. I feel like Jesus is calling me to do something else. You know, who knows? He may go on to sell millions and millions of albums with this, with this band, or that seed that he plants with his kids of them going, my dad was like a successful surgeon and at the age of 38 decided he wanted to get into the music business because he believed Jesus called him to do that. That inspires me as a son or watching my father take a risk like that or do something because Jesus said, follow me. I think that's an incredible parenting principle. Absolutely. Uh, And his music's pretty good. We just played some of it. And Mm -hmm. um, if you like rock... I checked it out. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, there's, this isn't a fluke. Um, there, there's some some real talent here um, for uh, fans of you know Skillet or you know some of the other Christian uh, rock <coughs> bands out there. I would I would think there could be some some real um, enjoyment mm-hmm. for for people who are into Christian rock. Um, I I just I guess just in, in closing, you know, as I was listening to him, he's definitely a doctor. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, he's got the demeanor. He's got the sort of deliberate 
yeah. logical Precision. progression. Yeah, you can see that he is definitely the surgeon type. Um, and I'm always amazed at the, the the fact that here's this very so almost like, um, you know, won't you be my neighbor? Kind of very casual, very calm exterior, but on the inside is this heavy metal rock, <laughs> right? You know, unassuming. Rock yeah, star, yeah, I mean, it's uh, don't mm. judge this book by the cover for sure. And and so you hear him singing, you hear him playing this really, uh, you know, intense music and you go, there is a creative heart hidden behind all kinds of rappers. And as parents, we need to be careful that we don't s- sort of cast our kids in roles that they're really not passionate about mm. playing. Yeah. So that was so true. an observation Good I wanted point. to make. So Robert, I think... He could be an inspiration for you uh, as a Utonda frontman. I think you could reboot your rock career. You think so? Yeah, I would love to see you uh, perform live. We're again. working. On, we're working on a reunion tour. I'll even buy the spandex. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey, did you know that squirrels plant thousands of new trees each year simply by forgetting where they put their acorns? I actually knew that because you wrote this, didn't you? No, I didn't write that. I just Well, I just it. thought I would end on a um, animal theme because we got off to a bad start and I, I realized that what you wrote was in poor taste and I just happened to read it. So uh, I just wanted to leave us on a little bit more of a positive nature tip. So there you have it. As always, we're so glad that you joined us today. And um, sincerely, uh, it, it means a lot and we don't take it lightly. Please give us your comments, give us your questions in any podcast format that you're listening to us on. And don't forget to give us some stars if you feel so inclined. Five. Five stars. Brad wants five stars. Five stars. Thanks. We'll see you again next Thanks, week. guys. God bless you. See you. Be encouraged, parents. You are not alone. In Paul's letter to his son in the faith, Timothy, he writes, But I am not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed. And I am convinced that he is able to guard until that day what has been entrusted to me. Brilliantly Brave Parenting wants to be an encouragement and support that parents can rely on. Would you consider liking us and sharing us with a friend? As a part of the Tween Gospel Alliance, we are a nonprofit organization dependent on the support of friends like you. Thanks for stopping by. We'll be right here next week. Brad, you know I'm a foodie, right? Absolutely. Okay, I want to tell you about this awesome coffee experience. It's called CJ's Coffee Culture and Community. It is a faith-run coffee culture. And the thing that's really cool about this is that they roast their own beans, they have delicious coffees, and they they have two brick and mortar, so two coffee bars, as well as a virtual location at cjscoffeecafe.com. Here's the cool thing. They ship their beans, they ship their coffee anywhere in the world, so you don't just have to be in Texas to enjoy it. CJ's Coffee Culture and Community. Awesome. Hey, Robert, we've got some new stuff in the web store. Tell me about it, Brad. It's our very own swag. Really? Absolutely. Brilliantly Brave now has its own line of caps, cups, clothing. Yeah, everything, man. We got swag. Dog sweaters? Uh, I don't know about the dog sweaters yet, but we can work on it. Okay. 
So if you're a fan and you've been listening to Brilliantly Brave and you want to share it with your friends, let them know that you're a supporter, hey, come to our website, iShineLive.com and find out more.